Welcome everyone to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast, your home of everything wrestling. Henry, my guy, what's up? What's going on, bro? Uh, we we had a lot of uh, a, a lot of breaking news in the in the wrestling world this week. The shit times. <laughs> oh man, too much. There's too a lot much. I mean, there there's been surprises here and there. I mean, you know, uh, from WWE uh, to to you know to to Impact to AEW, like it, it's been a it's been an interesting. I'm not gonna say exciting. It's been a very interesting week in wrestling. Well, we thought it would be a dead week since after everything after WrestleMania slows down a little bit for pay per views until really like, the summertime, but. No, yeah, yeah. yeah it, usually, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, that exactly. Yeah, usually like after Mania to like you just said to SummerSlam, you know, wrestling news or or rumors that you know they're kind of like I don't want to say dead, but they're not quite as high as one expected. But um, no, I, I guess that's the beauty of the wrestling world because you just never know. Yeah, you sure. know. So um, you know, to kick things off, I think you know we'll start with the one that had a lot of people buzzing and that's CM Punk reportedly being backstage at WWE Raw. Yeah, supposedly he was a uh, visiting friends they said. I know they said he talked to Triple H. I think Triple H asked him if he's going to be there. But I think there was more to that conversation. They're probably not letting it out. So obviously for a lot of people that know CM Punk was sort of like I guess blacklisted from WWE. They really don't talk about him or mention that he was champion or anything like that. But interesting enough, they added him back to the Hall of Champions uh with several of his pictures. Um, I don't think AJ Lee was in that territory, but they just tended to stay away from talking about her since mm-hmm. that's his wife and whatnot. But I don't think they ever had a bad relationship with her, but she's been also thrown on TV as well. So maybe there's some type of deal that uh, he could be sort of not featured on the product because obviously he's contracted legally and bindingly to AEW. But maybe there's some type of language that he could uh, be featured on certain things that he used to be a champion is not as acknowledged now. So it's not like he's uh, gone from WWE existence. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I heard, you know, or we read um, that one of the reasons uh, also that he was backstage was not only to say hi, you know, uh, to catch up with, uh, you know, fellow wrestlers, but also to bury a couple of hatchets that he's had in the past. And one in particular was The Miz. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I forgot what happened there because it was so long ago, but I know that was a pretty... Uh, pretty serious one. I wonder if him and Triple H buried a hatchet with that too. I something that was discussed too. That would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think I honestly think it, uh, it was going to happen that conversation between uh, him and Triple H. Uh, yeah. But Triple H did have to check in with Vince, and honestly, Vince ultimately did not feel comfortable since CM Punk is currently. Uh, in uh, AEW, well, you know, has a contract in AEW. Now, right. had CM Punk been a free agent, then we would be having a different conversation. But since he's still under contract with AEW, it's like, all right, there could be a conflict of, you know, I guess interest, you may say. And, you know, um, Tony Khan, you know, I, I wonder what Tony Khan feels like. I, I mean, I know the WWE locker room must have been, you know, shocked and just to see CM Punk and then the fact that, you know, he was there backstage. Because if he was out in the parking lot, uh, then that's a different story. But he was actually in the building for a couple of minutes. Um, and then the fact that, you know, numerous reports saying that him and The Miz are, uh, I guess you can say, are, are on good terms now. Also him and Jericho, too. They're another name that he swatched the beef with, too. Yeah. Those are there on good terms, but... Yeah, I know the Miz was one. Um, it was interesting. Uh, they got a lot of the dirt sheets talking, uh, thinking that something with WWE is probably maybe possible in the future for him. I would say possibly now. That's sort of maybe, especially since he's 
doing something that I thought he should have did a long time ago is just get rid of his ego and just bury the hatches and just work with people. You don't got to like him, but just work with them, respect them, and do what you need to do. Go about your business. You're about your money. You're about the draw and who you are. Then do what you need to do. Yeah, That's what now, I thought he should have did years ago. So, not, you know, not only, uh, um, you know, either for a short time, you also, you know, cleared the air, you know, uh, with, with a couple of superstars. I mean, probably the Miz. Um, yeah. It's a, you know, it's also said that you know when when uh, he uh, met with Triple H, they shook hands. Yeah. Um, didn't seem like there was anything you know uh, too crazy there, but um, it got a lot of people thinking that is CM Punk trying to work a way to return? Maybe, maybe like a Hall of Fame type induction. Maybe if he wants to wind down his career, okay, or maybe maybe a last run in WWE with AJ. Maybe he gets her to come back out of retirement. I know she's dealing with the. Uh, Women's of wrestling right now, obviously, she's has a big role with that. But you know, in the wrestling business, and a lot of people always say, never say never. I know AJ says she has injuries and stuff like that. But look at uh, Soraya, formerly known as Paige, Edge, Daniel Bryan, Shawn Michaels. A lot of a lot of these wrestlers that said their careers were over because of injury, even Undertaker, uh, their careers would have been over with injuries. Came back, did matches, put quality matches on. I mean, it can be done. Yeah, I mean, I. Listen, we we can we can sit down and say that I mean CM Punk CM Punk's AEW run has been a little lackluster. Yeah, that, I think that's the perfect word because it's like you know he came you know after so many years all all the hype we're not and at first you know um, I think everything was going well for CM Punk. I think you know up until that you know uh, injury when you know he jumped and and his yeah. foot got caught in the railing um i think that's when everything started you know well he was um, white hot and then he sort of killed his momentum stupidity is the best way to put it yeah i, I think with with cm punk it's like i'm not gonna say bitter but cm punk has always wanted that one main event at wrestlemania match yeah um and you know uh i think in my opinion, WWE did him criminal because during that time he was their hottest superstar, and he definitely did deserve a, a Mania match. And I think maybe that's what he's looking for. To be honest with you, I feel like you know a lot of people, a lot of superstars, has looked at at Cody uh, Rhodes's run, sort of like and, Stone Cold got his final match at WrestleMania in his hometown. Yeah, kind of like something like that. And you know, with with um, I think Cody Rhodes set an example for a lot because it's like. All right, when Cody Rhodes jumped ship, it's like everybody was paying attention to how Cody Rhodes would be treated. And as soon as Cody Rhodes, you know, made that jump to WWE, he's just been a star and just been trending upwards, exactly. you know. Um, and even with that loss at WrestleMania, it it does not kill his momentum at all. No. Which I think WWE, in a way, has been very smart protecting. Um, but maybe CM Punk, you know. Maybe CM Punk is looking for for one of those, you know, one one nights or or maybe like you just said, a, a, a one last run. You know, do we know where WrestleMania is going to be held? Um, any of these years down the line? I know next year's Philly. Next year's and Philly. My neck of the woods over here. I mean, not really, but it's pretty far. But <laughs> I mean, it, it it would be some interesting if it would be very interesting if like forty one or forty two happened to be in like Chicago or one. I was gonna say. I'm thinking forty three has an agreement with Nashville. Okay. I think forty one might be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So that would leave WrestleMania forty two as a realistic timeline. We don't know what the location is going to be. Now, that could be something in Chicago, um, you know, a new stadium in Chicago. 
or some type of stadium setting in Chicago, I think. If they could do that, then I could realistically see it happen. But if it gets past 43, the chances of it happening. Yeah. And uh, uh, to be honest, you know, uh, again, these are just rumors. That's five, six years, five, six years down the line we're talking. Yeah. So. And, and again, these are just, again, rumors because um, CM Punk is still under contract with AEW. Correct. And also, you know, AEW is coming out with uh, the new show Collision. And CM Punk is supposed to be the main star for that show. They're doing sort of their own soft brands. Yeah, exactly. Which I I think that's the best way going forward, you know, for AEW, because uh, there's just a lot of talented superstars in that roster that that dream time. But um, well, that that's not dark or elevation that they show on YouTube and right, right. This much, is so. this is like their own version of Raw and SmackDown. So it's Correct. gonna be it's gonna be Dynamite and Collision. Um, but you know, nevertheless, uh. It kind of sucks, uh, you know, before moving to the next topic. It kind of sucks because it would have been so, it would have been intriguing to see if, if Vince let CM Punk stay longer than expected. Well, I don't think he was mad at him. Like I said, I think now, I think now maybe they sort of buried the hatchet, which is a good thing. I think for his future, for his closure, because obviously he needs that closure. Granted, both parties were messed up to each other. Obviously, WWE fired him on his wedding day and did all that crappy stuff. You know, obviously, maybe Triple H and them could apologize for it and said, I'm sorry, that was, you know, a little blow, blah, 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 this and that. But, you know, CM Punk wasn't, you know, innocent, perfect little person either. He made things a lot difficult, a lot, a lot of difficulty with a lot of things there, working with people, things he said, how he rubbed people. So, you know, if he's atoning for that and WWE's atoning for it, I'm all for it for the future. Maybe, like I said, maybe a Hall of Fame induction down the line. And, and uh, uh, one last run, kind of like similar to like Rey Mysterio. Yep. But I think it would be bigger because you know, obviously, CM Punk would be a CM Punk is draw. yeah, CM Punk is a bigger yeah. Draw. Um, we move on to WWE's draft day one recap. Uh, for those who don't know, the WWE draft uh day one uh took place yesterday um on the episode of SmackDown. Right. Uh, with some some interesting moves. Uh, we'll we'll break down each pick. Um, well, I will say this before we even break it down. Obviously, for fans who don't know, obviously, they're in the process of rebranding all the titles. They're going to sort of stick away from color branded titles and go with more of the neutral branded titles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And probably change the name of the title. So, you know, uh, the universal title will probably still stay, but it's going to be a completely different look. Supposedly, the rumors are out there in dirt sheets everywhere. There's a new undisputed championship design for Rome. Um Supposedly, they're dropping the women's title from the women's championship and just calling it something different. Um, the other rumor is, I don't know how true or to verify it, is that the NXT Women's Championship and the Women's uh, Tag Team Championships are going to be combined into one title defended across three different brands. Is a rumor I've heard that uh, might be feasible because I, I don't think they have enough tag teams in both areas to do that. But now if you do it that is cross-branded, you sort of promoting yourself and promoting everybody else. And maybe the North American title might be a title also that's defended on all brands too, to give the, another title some recognition that could be defended on both brands as opposed to all three brands as opposed to just being exclusive. To- yeah. Um, you know, uh, you just mentioned some of the, you know, some of the rumors on the titles. And then uh, one rumor that I read was the tag titles. So uh, they might be going to uh, the way the Ruthless Aggression was. With the world was, and the, yeah. Yeah, which was the world tag team champions and then the WWE tag team champions. And honestly, that's the way to go. 
and we need new straps for the titles because those titles are those are well, the they ones. went the color they went the, the color branded but my thing is like we're not really now if we're going to really do a brand separation brand split where you know supposedly they said they're going to have exchanges and trades and stuff like that i don't think it's going to be exchanges i think it's going to go back to the old school days of trades um yeah you need to have titles that are exclusive to the brand but not color titles you don't need you know different color titles oh this is the raw title this is smackdown title granted i like the universal color with the blue and everything like that but i'd rather go back to traditional you know just the regular black strap tra- yeah, you know of neutral of course neutral you can have whatever plate colors you want whatever you know obviously wwe is big on the big w in the yeah. middle and I, I, I just feel like they need more i guess you could call it creativity because <laughs> when you have both for example both women's right it's the same title just different color so the rumor yeah so the rumor for the women's title is they're going to have the same name as the men's titles so it's going to be whatever title bianca gets and whatever title Rhea gets because obviously going into wwe draft day one soto i'm gonna let you uh start off off that but obviously there was some interesting twist in there so go ahead so yeah so so all right so for round one uh, SmackDown selected Paul Heyman, Solo Sokoa, and Roman Reigns. Now I don't know why they didn't say the Bloodline. That, that, exactly that 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 caught my attention because I feel like that's all part of the storyline. So for those who didn't see SmackDown, the Usos failed to recapture the tag team titles. Now I feel like that's going to be incorporating into this Bloodline storyline because it's like, all right, what's going to happen now with the? Because mm. you already know that Roman Reigns is not going to be happy, and um, Paul Heyman kind of seemed to hint that. Uh, the Usos' time with the Bloodline could be coming up because uh, Roman Reigns' his patience has been running uh, kind of low. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I hope they, like I said, I hope they don't rush the story with the Bloodline and just make it a thing. But I did find that unique that they didn't say the Bloodline yeah. drafted to SmackDown. They just mentioned those three. So obviously, also just a note out, they're going to push Solo to the moon. Obviously, so well deserved too because he's was absolutely a really absolutely. good wrestler and uh, I think. In time, we're going to see him with a mid-card title. And, and in time, I think also, just to throw that out there, remember, there is there is another couple of Samoan wrestlers out there. Jacob, one of the other ones, is a rumored name to be coming to WWE at some point, too. Obviously, I think he's wrestling the indies right now. I'm not sure if he does Booker T's promotion and a couple other ones, but uh, he's a good one, too. So that yeah, could be another I, pre- I, I so many think, future bloodline people. I, I just think this, this stems back to Cody Rose's promo. Yeah. To, uh, to Roman Reigns when he said, "Well, Jay, you're gonna leave. Uh, Jay's gonna leave you, and then Jimmy's gonna follow, and yeah, then right. and then yeah, and then uh, Solo's gonna leave." So it kind of like it's kind of like a foreshadow in a sense. Exactly. Um, and then from what I got from that is that they're gonna run Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns back at yeah. WrestleMania, but this time Roman Reigns won't have the bloodline with him. No. I and think, this yeah. is and this is where he truly loses because I sort of got if Roman Reigns wins, then I'm just gonna probably lose. But that he, that, might, he like, might he might unless they decide to put the other title on Cody at some point. See, and and again with the next pick, Ross selects Cody Rhodes, which I think uh, caught a lot of people by attention. Uh, you know, caught a lot of people's attention. Excuse me, because everybody thought, all right. You know, yeah. Cody Rhodes is definitely going to end up on the same brand as Roman Reigns because it's his destiny to get the title. And I just feel yeah. like, oh, and as soon as Raw selected Cody Rhodes, everybody thought, oh, Cody, Cody's going to be the next, you know, the new world heavyweight champion. Right. I really don't think so. I feel like this is all a big storyline that Cody Rhodes will find his way back to Roman Reigns. Exactly. 
Uh, it's just going to be that long road where it's like uh, Cody Rhodes has to go through all these obstacles and hurdles to get to Roman Reigns. Now, I hope this doesn't mean that Cody Rhodes is going to win the Royal Rumble again. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I could see I, more of Money in the Bank or maybe something at a Night of yeah, money. Yeah, Money in the Bank. I mean, even though Money in the Bank, I, I did have LA Knight winning the Money in the Bank. I think they're going to give LA Knight a mid-card title to start him. To see okay. Uh, listen, I'm not mad with that, you know. Um, so SmackDown, uh, next pick SmackDown selects uh, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair. So Bianca's now uh, going to SmackDown. I look, I'm not mad at the move, I'm just mad. Are we really going to go this dumbass route again where they exchange the titles? We saw how that went the first time where they swapped titles. So mm-hmm. are they really going to go that route again, or is it just going to be like sort of like I think a the last time, what was it, Becky Char- and Charlie, right? Uh, yeah, and where that was Charlie that was- through the bell, right. And she said it was an accident. She was supposed to catch it. She said she threw it too short. And then I, they already had their. I, I don't know. It, it was some. Well, it was I mean, well, I mean, because there was real life tension them too. I mean, there still is. There's yeah, and there's no there's no tension between Bianca and. Rhea. Yeah, um, but, but fans already got soured with that because they said it was a sign of disrespect. And not only that, I think it kills the credibility of the champion. Bianca's been royal champion for over. Well, here's three hundred something days now. We're I don't think I don't think it's a sign of disrespect. I see it as is. That WWE sees Bianca as like the female John Cena. That's how I well, that's how I view um yeah. Bianca. I think they as see female... both Rhea, Rhea and uh Bianca. So, no, but it. if you compare both of them in terms of star power, I think I think Rhea is getting up there, right? Oh. But but Bianca, you know, uh connects with the crowds and the kids she's a, and whatnot. She's established. So she's exactly so she's already like the female John Cena and, and it's, it's crazy like, in NXT she never she was known as somebody who always came up short and never won. So imagine exactly like, like she she was sort of like John she Cena. never won the NXT title. No. She never no. had one. It's curious. I'm curious though. If they do this thing where they abolish, you know, the women's tags, the women's tag team titles, name the women's universal, you know, Raw and SmackDown titles, they change the names. I'm curious if in the future down the line, like you know how now the NXT stars work the main roster, main roster works the NXT sometimes. Yeah, I'm, always, I'm curious if Bianca one day say, I need to get that NXT championship around my waist to cement my legacy as champion. Over it's, possible. I, it's possible. I wonder. I wonder. It's possible. Very possible. Because that's the one title that she had so many shots at and always slipped away. So yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, it's um, a good pick for SmackDown. I'll be honest with you. And the last uh, pick of round one, uh, Raw selects Becky Lynch. No surprise there. You, you kind of have to balance the star power there. Well, well I think so, we can predict, you know, who's going to stay on Raw now with Becky Lynch staying on Raw. Obviously, her real-life uh, real husband. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, so, they keep... They keep couples together in WWE. From what I told and, boyfriend, girlfriend, and couples. And keeping couples, which to my surprise, I thought they were going to split. But it, to start off round two, SmackDown selected the Street Profit. Yep. I sort of knew that. I sort of, I was telling my wife, I was like, I was like, oh, are they going? Because she was like, she's like, oh, you didn't think I know the day. I was laughing yesterday about it. But um, I was like, yeah, if they split them up, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to keep Montez on one and then put Angela on the other. But no, they, uh, they kept them together. So yeah, was, I mean, I, I think it's a good call. I think it's a good call. I was worried, but I think it's a good call because they need to know, get them a championship tag team title run before they split them up. Yeah. Um, or maybe a couple so, reigns, honestly. So with that being said, I think this was probably one of my favorites. Raw selects Imperium. I all, knew all, I called that. Remember, I said they were going to probably swap brand. Yeah. yeah. All three members, uh, WWE Intercontinental Champion Gunther, uh, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Vince. So all three guys of Imperium are going to the Raw brand. Also, and the Intercontinental Championship is now on Raw. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're really look, if you're really looking at how it's shaping, I feel like we're we're being teased with like a ruthless aggression 2.0. I do, and I feel like we're going to see on Monday coming up a lot of the factions either staying on the same brand or moving. So remember, we still got LWO that hasn't been gone anywhere. Judgment Day. There's I I can't. I there's so many. I, I wonder. Just I wonder what what faction is split. Yeah. I mean, well, listen. Uh, uh, I, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you know, before uh, I... Max and Mel Models is another one that's going to be drafted today, so we'll know if they're going to stay on SmackDown or go on Raw. They've had some funny funny skits to sort of break up the action. It's, it's been pretty entertaining, so I'll be curious to see where they go, too. And Otis and uh, Alpha Academy, too, because remember, they're also involved with them. Yeah. That could be I a just, future faction right there. You know, you mentioned, like, possible factions being split up. I just thought, like, you know, that could happen with Judgment Day, and I think um, a couple of weeks ago there was a there was a interview uh, with Finn Balor, and I'm not sure if it was like on the bump or whatnot, mm-hmm. but they had, you know, Finn had teased about get like getting a new member, right? So JD, his friend JD McDonough, that would be a perfect fit. That I honestly think that that would be a perfect fit. You know, um, I was just piggybacking on something that you said earlier. And I thought about with uh, Roman Reigns being drafted to uh, SmackDown. And you brought up something interesting, and we both did, about you know them not saying the bloodline. What if, hear me out, Roman Reigns is so mad with the Usos, he goes to Raw and SmackDown executives and tells SmackDown not to draft the Usos as punishment and, and lets Raw draft. Yeah. I, 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 that thought was going through my head. I, I, as soon as they lost, I mean, I knew they were losing uh, anyway. But as long as, um, you know, when when – the whole bloodline didn't get drafted. I was like, maybe the Usos are in fact going to Monday Night Raw. I'm thinking that, and then he's gonna say maybe say it along the lines of try to bullshit it. Him and Heyman are gonna you know sort of keep close knit. But I will say this: I know they're building up Solo. Watch, watch for Solo in the future because that's their brother. So at the end of the day, you know Solo is gonna. And, and not only that, not only that, you saw the cold stare that Solo gave at, to the Usos after they lost. So I don't know. I, I don't know. It, I think he's always with the Usos. At heart, I think at the beginning it's sort of going to be like a thing where he stays a Roman no matter what, but then he's going to slowly build into where he's just going to do the Umaga Samoan spike right <laughs> to Roman, and that's going to that's going to have that's going to be a good match. Yeah, that's um, going to be that's going to be a banger. Whatever so, that. Happens. So to close out round two, uh, SmackDown selected WWE Hall of Famer Edge, and Raw selected Matt Riddle. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, so Edge goes back to the brand that you know. He, that he made kind of famous, uh, you know, Edge. Edge was known to be a, a SmackDown guy for the longest, so he goes back to SmackDown. I don't know if that means we're gonna get another Edge versus uh, Roman Reigns. I mean, Edge has teased that this is probably his last year. I would say um, I would probably see it happening down the line. Maybe maybe he won't win, but he'll damn yeah, sure make probably sure probably like, probably like a you know career versus you know. And yeah, uh, what do you think? Of, what do you think about Riddle? Oh. Uh, Riddle's a mystery to me because great wrestler, you know, over with the fan, but it's just his history of a lot of different things happening. Obviously, I know WWE abolished the you know three strikes you're out rule for the, a lot of those who don't know. I think that rule was uh, gone, but I think that in order for Riddle to succeed, he just has to get some type of momentum with a big run. I think uh, him being paired with Kevin Owens and them was great for the Bloodline storyline, but... I think that realistically he sort of needs to hold his own. And one person I'm going to throw out there, obviously, I don't think he's on the draft thing. He's sort of going to free agent and some point come back. And I think there's unfinished business as them as a tag team. 
but also for them to flip would be Randy Orton because I think that it's important that they put some closure to RK Bro. But also, I know Randy Orton loves loves being a face this time and being super over as a tag team. But heel Randy Orton is par none one of the best rangers out there. That's my honest opinion. I think that we need to go that route um, and see what happens. Yeah. Um, round three, we have uh, SmackDown selecting Bobby Lashley. Right. Uh, Raw selecting Drew McIntyre. So call that one too. Yeah, two powerhouses now. I think we we did mention that we prefer uh, Drew McIntyre to return. So I mean, we we haven't seen Drew McIntyre in a while. So he's gonna be a heel, but he has to be the. It's, the set, it's setting up for that triple threat match that everybody's been talking about for months: Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre versus Cody Rhodes for the new WWE title exclusive to Raw. It, I, I it depends. It depends. I because I I see McIntyre is not coming back unless he gets in that championship thing. That's WWE just needs to just bite the bullet and say, all right, you're in the trip, and he's going to be feuding with him. Well, he, here's what 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 idea came to mind, right? I, I only saw two people, if, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm completely not mistaken, look at the WWE World Heavyweight, right? And that's Seth Rollins and I think it was Finn Balor. Finn Balor, yeah, the first. I'd say run it back. Remember, when they crowned the first Universal Championship, it was a match between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. So I'm going to say this. If they do that, decide to run it back, we know how history obviously repeats itself, but not. And I know, obviously, everybody says, yes, Rollins deserves a championship run. And I definitely 1,000% agree. But we all know, realistically, Rollins and Cody Rhodes are probably, and Drew McIntyre are probably 1, 2, and 3, 1A, 1B, 1C, top mm-hmm. choice to win that title. But what a hell of a swerve would it be for Judgment Day, who they're pushing to the moon right now, pushing them to like win championships. What better way to have anything than have your leader as the world champion? Yeah. You have world champion Finn, women's champion Rhea. I'm going to say, I don't know, whatever they named the brand title. I'm going to just say women's champion for now because they haven't named it yet. Women's champion Rhea. And then down the line, you get a tag team championship for both Dominic and uh, Damian Priest. Yeah. And then you're basically running Raw as the bloodline was running SmackDown. What better way to counter it? And then you could build off a storyline with the Judgment Day as sort of their version, Raw's version of the bloodline. I agree. I like I like the idea. Um, and then, all right, this is another pick again that I definitely loved. SmackDown selects the OC, all with, members. With, AJ with Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah, we're returning AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Mia Yim. And to be honest, um, oh, and don't, then, don't to, forget the Meechin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then to close out Raw, uh, Raw selected the Miz. I mean, with Raw selecting the Miz, Miz is a Raw the, guy always. Yeah, not, not only that, since it's on the USA Network, they're Miz not gonna let it go. Yeah, yeah, Miz and Maurice. Show's actually pretty funny for those who don't watch it. I actually, watch yeah, it. uh, Miz and Maurice, it, it just makes total sense. Now, with SmackDown selecting the whole OC and the segment they had yesterday on SmackDown, kind of like running Anybody, through. Did, did you notice that letters. with Maurice was on the graphic for the drafting? I wonder if. That's a thing. Did you? I don't know if you, anybody caught that. She was on the graphic for the eligible people for night one of the draft. She making a wrestling. I mean, I, I I prefer her be a manager, right? The Mrs. Manager or something like that, or valet. You know what I'm saying? But uh, and she won a couple titles in her day, so I mean, yeah, no, no, I'm saying, but uh, her best wrestling day. I mean, unless she's like been gearing up for a return, I, I highly doubt. But um, 
Yeah. So, uh, I, what do you think about uh, the OC? I mean, based based on the segment yesterday on SmackDown, they kind of look. I don't know, like like WWE is 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 really pushing the OC. Well, they just quickly squashed the the Viking Raiders. Well, yeah, I I hate I hate the fact that they squashed the Viking Raiders, aka the War Raiders, man. Any other other freaking team, just a bullshit team. You had to squash one of the teams you've been building up. Uh, I'm just gonna say this: that Viking gimmick gotta go. I'm sorry. They need to just go back to the War Raiders, and then you could have Sarah Logan, aka Val, and now with them. That's fine. Obviously, uh, they need to repackage them somehow. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but it's. It's sad, but I did like the OC's gear. They all had like matching gear mm-hmm. and whatnot. Now it wasn't like different. They all had the same color schemes, different looks, of course, because it's unique to them. But even uh, uh, Mia Chen, Mia Yim had gear with them. So they're going full blown OC. Obviously, the question is I, everybody's mind are they going to be faces or are they going to be heels? Obviously, a lot of stuff yesterday indicated face stuff, but we've seen wrestling, like you said, and we both said it. Numerous times that you said it at the beginning, wrestling unpredictable. So we don't Super. know. Yeah, so Super. we don't know if they're going to be faces or heels, and who are they going to be fighting and going after in on the roster? That's the question. Yeah, you're right. Uh, that remains to be seen, and and we don't know. We, we don't know if, if if I mean we saw a little bit of them yesterday, but we don't. Are, are they faces? Are they heels? Uh, right. I mean, I personally think they are there to dominate SmackDown. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, we haven't seen, and a lot of people have criticized Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson because, right. but we were waiting for their leader, AJ Styles, to return. They had no they had no plans for them because of AJ Styles' injury, yeah. yeah. Um, so then we have uh, round four, the last round. Uh, SmackDown selected dam- all three members of Damage Control, which I thought was surprising because they kind of tension between them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this this reunites Bailey with Michael Cole. Oh, um, <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny though. Uh, Raw selects Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, good pickup there. Um, I mean, Karrion Cross will probably come to Raw. I think yeah. he needs a fresh start. Uh, SmackDown selects the NXT Women's Tag Team Champion Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. I like that pick. That was and an interesting I, one. And because... I like and I like how you know they're both together. You know, uh, I I really like this. I really do. That was interesting because that means either A, they're going to relinquish the titles or B, they're going to have the titles defended on the next um, the next NXT show yeah. or whatnot. So As they were drafted, they were challenged by Chance and Carter. That means more than likely Chance and so, Carter will probably retain so unless unless they go up to the roster. Too. I, feel like, I feel like they might pull double duty till the next paper. Well, it's till Backlash, so that's... The Brian stuff doesn't. No, no, I'm yet. saying, I'm saying, like, I, I, I feel like they'll do double duty until the next major NXT. When uh, is that? Event. Uh, that's a very is good in, question. Is it in sometime in May? I know and then you could drop the titles there, but they've been having such a dominant run so far as a tag team, and they yeah. just captured the tag team champion, so it makes no sense if they dropped it. Yeah. That's, and, it's and then, Shawn Michaels yeah. is pissed. Yeah. No, well, if he was pissed, then he must be fucking livid with uh, Raw selecting NXT Women's Champion Indy Hartwell. Yeah, so now, that, was, that was an interesting one, too. Now, that one I'm 50-50 about. Because, I told you again, that was going to happen, though. I told you. I'm 50-50 about that because I feel like, all right. Um, Indy, he might pull double duty, too. Indy, yeah, exactly. Indy just won the NXT Women's Champion. So I'm like, all right. Like, but she's injured right now, supposedly. Right. Ankle. 
Right. Yeah. She that was that was a and we'll speak about uh, injuries um, very shortly. But like, I'm excited because the potential of her teaming up with Candice is there. And you know, um, that's bring another it, bring, it back, that, bring it back the way, right? That, that's another tag team for the women's tag team division. So that that's great. But and also um, one for the men too. If we get uh, Dexter Loomis and Gargano, exactly. So I mean, uh, that's the good side. The bad side is she might drop that title, and she I, just I think it's won that title. I think it's guaranteed. That they might do like an injury angle where she has to relinquish it. I would, I, I would probably do that. And I, would, I don't know what they're gonna do with a. Uh, Dawn and uh, Alba Fryer, but I will say this: uh, if they do something, it needs to be happen soon. Yeah, maybe have them uh, go after the women's titles uh, against uh, Raquel and um, Liv Morgan. I know they're actually having a good reign too, but yeah, what so better far, way? What I mean, better so way far, to do that? You can you can sense like there's more focus in that you know in the women's tag team division. And I hope it continues. I mean, Triple H loves tag team wrestling. Yeah. So, I mean, if you pair up Indy Harwell with Candice, then that makes a lot of sense. Uh, now, just the question becomes you know, there, there's questions about Indy Hartwell's reign in, as NXT champion and also um, Isla Dawn's and Alba Fire's reign as, as a uh, women's tag team champion. So, we'll see. I think, what they're, gonna, I think they're gonna combine some type of title. I, I could see, I could see. The NXT and the main roster women's title being commanded somehow, like I said, yeah. and being defended across three. I think that would make the most logical sense. You would have both those teams face each other, and the winner is the champion. Because then that yeah. way, you have sort of a future title feud right there, and then you establish teams. Because like I said, they want to push Raquel to the moon, too. So yeah. I don't know if they want to make her a solo star again at some point, what they plan on. Yeah. Oh, uh, one one uh, topic that, that's been uh, kind of picking up in the last couple of days is the amount of NXT injury that's been piling up. Uh, you know, uh, last episode of um, uh, NXT, we saw Amy Hartwell kind of mess up her ankle um, right. after you know uh, Tiffany Stratton uh, hit. Uh, what was it? Uh, like a moonsault or and yeah, just, moonsault, yeah, yeah. And just the way uh, Indy caught her, um, the ankle got caught, and you know she was now seen with a walking boot. But um, she's that's not the pretty, only. Pretty gruesome, yeah. Yeah. Like when you first saw it, it happened so fast. But when you saw the replay, the slow motion, it's like ah, the way it got caught. Um, and then you know, th- there's also uh, uh, other people with serious injuries. So we saw um, uh, an injury ankle uh, angle. She's actually really injured. She has a torn ACL. Uh, Sol Ruka. So she's gonna be out for months. Yeah. Um, we saw that uh, a mystery person kind of like you know beat her up and. That's also an interesting development. I kind of want to know who this mystery person is because this mystery person has been used to attack uh, people who are currently going through real life injury. Um, so yeah, uh, Sol Ruka is another one with the torn ACL. Um, added to the list of uh, yeah, and the Lions and a whole bunch of other wrestlers, right? And now you know, word is going out that they're kind of blaming the strengthening, yeah. They say that I saw that they said that they're uh saying that he's making them do a lot of extra different things that doesn't really, that they shouldn't really be doing and different things like that. I think he's going to be on a tremendous amount of heat right now for all these injuries that are going on. Granted, I'm not saying he's not doing his job and this and right. that, but something has to change or something has to be done if all these injuries keep happening. It shouldn't, shouldn't be happening. That's hurting the brand. And, you know, rumors went out there that there was more people injured, but obviously a lot of the NXT superstars went on social media and debunked it. Yeah. Or whatnot, but we don't really know 
what's going on with the EW. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, again, that remains to be seen. Uh, I don't know if it's time to change different tactics, different workouts. I mean, right. but it, it is piling up and it's it's concerning. Yeah, you know, one thing I forget to mention, this is about the draft. I don't know if you mentioned it. Uh, one notable name I think we both forgot to say went somewhere was Bobby Lashley went to SmackDown. No, I mentioned it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned it. I went through all the picks. Yeah. Uh, Bobby uh, Lashley, was a that's a going to be an interesting one for SmackDown. I forgot to mention that before. Uh, yeah. He had a hell of a run on Raw. Hell of a run. So probably, that's going to be good. Probably, that probably means Brunson Reed falls. Yeah, I think so, too. And uh, for, yeah, that means Austin Theory will probably go there, too. Um just because of the title, mm-hmm. obviously by proxy. Um, just to relate on the NXT injuries, um, obviously NXT is looking a little thin right now because of all the injuries going on, especially the women's division. is going to hurt. It makes me wonder if they're going to start relying on more of the NXT uh, up superstars, the ones that are up and coming, and start giving them a little bit of a shine. We know they yeah. got uh, Lola Vice down there. They got a couple other people down there. So it makes me wonder if – they go to the accelerator and say, hey, we're a little short on the roster, so we're going to give you a little bit of a run to see how you do. Or it makes me wonder if they're going to scout. Well, they said there was a hiring freeze, but then they said there's not. But at this point, if injuries keep piling up between the main roster and the regular roster, you they're might gonna have, have to. to. They're going to have you're, to. You're going to have to have no choice. Yeah. Uh, so we go to All Elite Wrestling, and I think this was one that shocked a lot of wrestling fans. And that is Roderick Strong debuting for All Elite Wrestling. Uh, this caught absolutely every off guard. Uh, people from people from WWE. Uh, I mean, it's shocking because we were all under the impression that Roderick Strong. I guess Dynamite, still, Dynamite is done. <laughs> yeah, we were all under the impression that that Roderick Strong was still WWE bound, was under a WWE contract, just not u- utilizing. So he's been gone uh, for a while, apparently. They said. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been I think approaching a year, almost a year. I think he said he wanted to nurse injuries he had and take a break. Mm-hmm. I think from what they said, he was let go early sometime last year. I forget when they said. I think it was after the last time he was seen on TV was basically his goodbye. Yeah. Because there was rumors that he he was not granted his release, but I guess obviously... Yeah, his, his last... Uh, and you know what? It's kind of interesting because when... We, that's the last we heard of Roger Strong that he requested his release. It was denied. And then we, we just didn't hear from him. And then obviously there was an injury angle where he was taken out by Kemp and he went to the ambulance, and that's the last we heard of him. Isn't now, there another, there's another team that requested release too recently, too, like Roger Strong. They were also denied, but supposedly uh, they're gonna be granted. It. The schism, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know if they were granted it or they're just doing the 30 days and then being granted. I don't really I have know. no idea because, at, like, a week after uh, they were granted, uh, you know, well, after he requested it, they uh, they showed up on NXT. But going back to um, Roger Strong, it's like nobody had any indication. Nobody like there was no reports. Like everything we had was a feeling, just... but there was we, we never knew because he said, yeah. like you said, he, and you know what? Yeah. Like everything was kept real quiet. And you know, you know, there's some type of report. Oh, uh, WWE released D- Roger Strong and blah blah blah. There was nothing. Never nothing. Yeah, there was absolutely nothing. Um, Maybe there was some type of agreement that they were out that it was just going to be sort of like a silent goodbye yeah yeah and uh so now the fourth member of undisputed era joins uh aew uh you know making the save uh for those who missed it 
um, the Jericho Appreciation Society uh, were beating down Adam Cole. Then um, Bandito and Orange Cassidy uh, tried to make the save. The numbers game took over. And then all of a sudden, Roger Strong appeared. Um, after saving um, the three individuals, um, Roger Strong and Adam Cole hugged it out. So reuniting them two. And then we're waiting for Kyle O'Reilly, who's, you know, um dealing with his own injuries yeah he'll be back uh hopefully soon and bobby and fish then, is, is in between and then bobby fish is like in between because you know he had a lot to say when he he left aew uh but i feel like tony khan will bring him back because listen the undisputed era was one of the was the best i'm gonna i'm not gonna say one of the best was the best faction nxc has ever uh done yeah, I agree. I, I'm not going to disagree. I, so, what did Bobby Fish say about AEW? Just refresh my memory. I'm trying to remember exactly what he said because it was a while ago and I forgot. And it was some um, pretty pretty interesting things. Though. I know he took. Uh, I know he took several shots. I think it was at. I want to say um, CM Punk, right? Yeah. Um, but oh, about I, the mixed martial arts, yes. Right, and then I know that that the like the. There was like a whole dispute regarding financials, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I remember a little bit. Yeah, and I think that was the main reason. But I know, like, after he left AEW, he had a little bit to say, you know? And I guess well, that he, could always be water under the bridge, and you know, yeah, I'm exactly. Saying? So he could always come back. So, you know, um, you know, there's optimism, you know, for him to return. Yeah, I'm curious to see if they go. So, remember how we mentioned on AEW, they talked about uh, the Bullet Club Gold, right? Yeah. I'm curious how many people are going to be in the Bullet Club Gold because I'm curious if we're going to get a Bullet Club Gold, which could be XYZ members, we don't know, versus a super elite, super elite, I'm going to say super elite, which is you get, you know, obviously Adam Hangman Page back in there, you get the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, then you're talking about Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish, and a returning Roger Strong. Now you're talking about a super faction versus super faction type feud, which would mm-hmm. be good for, which would be awesome for AEW and something we haven't seen in a long time where you had two big factions battling out for supremacy so i think that would be and, and that's the thing you know and you know you now you have you're starting to pile up all these factions yeah exactly you have the bd still there all you have yeah. to do is just add one more one more uh at least one more uh wrestler to that group right you know um which they will yeah, which they will, but you know, I I think they're good. I, I think they're good now. You know, Yuta, uh, Brian, Claudio, and Mox. Yep, and so. then that is a good signing for AEW. It was completely under the radar that nobody knew about. It was a shocking. So that's the kind of stuff that wrestling needs. So I'm yeah. here for it. And kudos to him for taking his time off to get himself better and come back. Definitely. Yep. Um. Then uh, Tony Khan has announced the Owen Hart Cup is returning the tournament. Also. Uh, don't forget, we're also getting Forbidden Door, too. Another yeah. one. Yeah. So uh, uh, this tournament will be taking place at Forbidden Door. It also, um, you know, will take place at uh, Double or Nothing. So uh, last year, it was Britt Baker and Adam Cole who won. Yep. This year, well, I mean, once the participants are announced, then we can make a, um, you know, a prediction. But the fact that, you know, uh, these events will be taking place in, you know, Canada – just is that much more much more meaning to the whole uh tournament so uh definitely looking forward to that any predictions on who you think would possibly win the owen hart thing it seems like they went with the boyfriend girlfriend type angle 
for the win last time. So I'm curious to who you think would. Uh, I, I really see that's the thing. I, I really want to see who who are the participants. Well, I, if you could just think to... without without thinking of the participants. Obviously, we know we have to see who participates. But if you could take a guess, who? Maybe. Um, we gotta wait for the participants. Obviously, this is just our guess and our opinion. I have two names in mind. I just want to see who's curious. Okay. Um. Unless you want me to do mine and then you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You... All right. So mine's obviously they're doing this whole four pillars thing of AEW, right? So I'm gonna go Sammy Guevara on the men's side, but he's gonna be established by himself. And for the women's side, I'm gonna do his real life wife who's coming back from injury and who wants to establish herself. Obviously, if you've seen the AEW show, obviously she wants to get back to where she was. Tay Mello. Obviously, since they're going back with the route of couples winning the uh, Owen Hart Cup, that's my guess if they're a couple. Now, there's a lot of couples in AEW, but I picked those two, obviously, because Sammy Guevara is competing for something big. So that's my guess. That would be my thing. Obviously, we don't know if he's going to be in it, but that would be my okay. honest, honest guess. Just going by based on the theme of last year with the couples. So. Uh, all right, I'm going for the men's side. All right, so you mentioned pillars, and I was like, all right, you know what? I kind of, I kind of, I kind of need. Uh, it gave me an idea, so I'm going with Jungle Boy okay. on the men's side. Uh, I feel like, at, you know, he he needs a big jump. You know, he's always been hit throughout his career. Um, in AEW, it's been tag team, tag team, tag team with Luchasaurus and whatnot. And um, once that team broke, we saw potential of him being a single star, right? Um, And I feel like this would just add more uh, star power to him, you know? Correct. Kind of like like help him elevate to that main main event uh, level. So I I feel like Jungle Boy would be a good candidate to to win. To piggyback off that, Obviously, a lot of wrestling fans who Jungle Boy's real-life girlfriend is. So, since we both did threw out names, if you threw out his real-life girlfriend, who is Anna Jay, and you put her in the Owen Hart uh, Cup, it would actually be a pretty interesting feud because you think about it, you get the two pillars, Jungle Boy and Guevara, fighting against each other. And then you get two of the best friends, which in real life are Jamelo and Anna Jay, which we've never seen. So, that would actually be pretty good booking, I think. you got two potential feuds right there. And for somebody who's been coming out lately and talking more and trying to get in more into his own for Anna J, yeah, that would. Well, I'm going a different route with the women's. I have a feeling who you're going to go. I just want to say I'm going right. a different route, and it, it, it's a it's a mysterious route. Uh, oh shit! I already know. I'm going with Julia Hart. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and not yeah. because of the whole last name. No, just because of how she's been winning and the streak. And exactly. Yeah. Um. That's another one who's been on a winning streak, and you kind of she has the character down pack. Correct. The the wrestling, um, you know, skill set move uh, move set are, are coming along. Now right. it's just kind of like pushing her to the next step. Seems like AEW is building a lot of their stars a lot better now lately. Yeah, exactly. So you're, you're getting wanna... you're getting more time for uh people like who are darker. Anna Jay's again b- building up more on her promos. Julia Hart is yeah. On so that streak. I, I, I would go with Julia Hart. Yeah. Um, and then the good last pick. definitely good pick, bro. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, and then the last pick. Um, oh well, the last pick. The last topic we have on today's episode is uh Trinity for two, aka formerly known as Naomi in WWE, making her impact wrestling debut. 
Um, yeah. And her theme, her theme is sort of similar to her WWE, but not really with the glow and stuff like that. But yeah, cool. I mean the the same. What uh, I guess you could say character, sort of. Yeah, but you know, we'll see. I mean, Impact, you know, has a tendency to elevate people, so I'm curious to see how this goes. Yeah. And um, you know, will we, get, fact... will we get Mercedes Monet and Impact and AEW and all this other stuff at some point. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, listen, Mercedes was there. Mercedes was backstage, and she was in the crowd, well dressed in a corner, whatnot. But she was obviously there to support um, Trinity. So um, you know, it's kind of like what you know what Bailey's been doing. You know, Bailey supporting you know uh, Mercedes every time Bailey goes to Japan and one of these events and and whatnot. Um, yeah. So it's one of those, but. <clears throat> Trinity has already uh, mentioned that her intention is the impact, uh, well, uh, the knockouts championship, in which that caught the attention of Deanna Perrazzo and uh, has also caught the attention of Jordan Grace. So Deanna and Jordan Grace will ballot it out one more time, and I think that's Deanna's, uh, Deanna will win that rematch. And I feel like Trinity will be the next in line. And uh, a matchup between Deanna and Trinity is very, very interesting, very intriguing. Yeah, it is. I, I think that's a hell of a match, to be honest with you. And the way Impact builds up their wrestlers is really good long-term storytelling. Like I said, yeah. they've, they've gotten a lot of the stars in there that needed that next extra push. And they go there, and they become great. You know, a lot of different names have come through there. And wound up being very successful elsewhere. So I'm all for it. Yeah. Um. Listen. Uh. Not, uh. Impact has been has been really good. Too bad I can't watch it, man. But yeah, like you know, it's on a weird channel. Access, and most, right? Yeah. Most providers don't really uh, carry that for some reason. I guess it's not really an high demand. But it is what it is. But they got a TV deal, so they're still making it. But um. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting, like you said, uh, to yeah. see what happens. Uh, who wins? If they go the route again in the future, a triple threat match, and what goes from there? Because remember, we we've said in the previous podcast, I believe we said that uh, Deanna and uh, Jordana Grace have contracts coming up new. So they, they both do, I think. I, well, I think I don't know. If Jordan, <clears throat> I know Deanna's contract is up at the end of the year. Jordan Grace, I'm not sure if resigned, but like there were numerous reports that she was working uh, still as a free agent. Yeah, I think she's on a like paid per deal. Per, yeah, per like deal. a pay for like per appearance kind of thing. Yeah. So my thing is, they need to, if they want to be established, those I would lock them down. If not, you know who's going to be hot on the tails? I will say both WWE and AEW. Yeah. And I'll, I'll throw other names out there: New Japan and MLW too, because MLW is built. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, we we mentioned about you know NXT and their injuries, and you know if they were really interested in in, in uh, Jordan Grace, who is a free agent. Hello, I would make yeah, that, that call. That would be a way to introduce her to the WWE universe. Yeah, and that's and right right away, Grace would be a main event for the for the for women's division. Not only that, and I will say this: if uh, Diana Pizarro goes back to in the future, let's say WWE, she's not going to NXT. She's going to go to the main. Remember, she was in NXT before, and I think she's been around long enough that she's not going to. No, see, here's the thing though: with Perazzo, I think I can see her going to NXT and straight. To the you know straight to the uh, main event scene for the women's division. I, I feel like, I, yeah. I mean, I feel like Deanna Prazo is a big name, right? My right. thing is my thing is for other people, right? If you put, <laughs> yes, if you put her uh it, it, like in the main roster, she's not going to get the same 
reception or reaction as she would as opposed to yeah I feel I like casuals yeah. casuals will ruin it and i'd be like yeah but have- that will do it for this uh this episode um wow that was a lot to talk about the draft like oh and we have more draft picks coming up uh this morning supposedly or you know early yeah, today. We, have, we have yeah it's from the draft pool that was on smackdown only. yeah and we don't know if any you know obviously nxt names are in there they didn't say any select nxt superstars obviously they could be a couple in there but uh i wish i had the list in front of me of who is there but i know maximum models are some of them Lacey evans and a few yeah well i, I mean Omos, listen, we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll keep the audience uh posted since you know since that's tune in to my night raw for the second day, day yeah, two the second day. yeah but, you know we'll, we'll keep uh, we'll keep uh everyone up to date you know as sunset flip brings you the latest news rumors and results around the pro wrestling community um you can follow us on all social media platforms we're on youtube facebook instagram twitter tiktok um and if you don't know how to get there you could go on either on tiktok twitter we have our link tree there um you can listen to us on google podcasts uh podcasters what else spotify spotify then we're on it yeah just put it like that we're on everything you can listen we're to on, us everywhere. we're on everything you could possibly like think of yeah i obviously you something like the major ones where you have to like most of the common ones you know apple yeah man so that's what too, we do too many to name <laughs> that's what we do but um yeah we'll we'll uh we, you know us. We 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 love um we love wrestling. Just love wrestling. We love to talk about wrestling. You know, and uh, if you ever want to reach out to us, hey, don't be afraid. It's a simple yes. tweet. It's a simple yeah, tweet or, message. Or you can email us at uh, sunsetfitwrestlingpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, we can, answer uh, emails too if, if needed. And if you want, if you're on the show or anything like that, or just talk wrestling, definitely looking forward to it. Right, right, right. All right, Henry. Till next time. And to our fans, you guys are. Peace out.